Well, hi everyone. This is Carrie Beck with Family Ebiz, and we are in for a major treat today. My business mentor, Amy Porterfield, is here, and we're going to talk about all sorts of things as far as online business. So, welcome, Amy. Thanks for doing this. Well, thanks so much for having me. I've been looking forward to it. Well, I will tell you that, um, you know, our y'all, she's my business mentor. Most of you know that. Two years ago, I lost half my income and I had to change my online business to like go full time and figure it all out. We were doing it full time back in 2010. It was a hobby after that. And I knew that although marketing was the same, I needed to change and like get up to speed quickly. And I wasn't going to figure it all out myself. And that's when I pursued Amy. And so I just appreciate the things that you have taught me. And one of the biggest lessons is to serve and then sell. And that's just something really near and dear to me. So we're going to talk about the biggest mistakes that um, course creators make and how to avoid them. But before we dive into that, Amy, I was wondering if you could just tell people a little bit about your uh, background and your journey into course creation. Yes. So I always say I'm an ex-corporate girl turned accidental entrepreneur. So for many, many years, I was climbing that corporate ladder. I thought I'd be there forever. I love the steady paycheck and the benefits and uh, working with the team and all that good stuff. But I got to a point that I thought, wait a second, I think there's a whole other world waiting for me out there and I have to explore it. So my last corporate job was with Tony Robbins and I worked there for almost seven years as the director of content development. I got to travel the world with Tony, work on the content that he did on stage, like Unleash the Power Within and Date with Destiny, whoever knows Tony, you know those events. And it was an amazing opportunity. But there was one meeting that Tony did where he called in a bunch of internet marketers. They were all men and he called them in to learn more about their online businesses as Tony was moving more into the online space. And humbly enough, I was called in to take notes. And so I sat at a totally different table, took notes, and these guys went around and started talking about the businesses that they've grown. And they were all their own bosses and they all had digital courses. And I thought, I don't know what these guys are doing and I don't know why there's no women at this table, but I'm going to figure this out. I want a piece of this freedom. Like that's what I kept hearing. And so fast forward a year from that fateful meeting and I decided I'm going to have to go out on my own and do my own thing. Now, I always thought I would create digital courses. I had done that inside the Robbins organization. And so I thought I'll do it when I go out on my own. But when I went out on my own, I thought, oh, wait a second, I've worked on digital courses, but I don't know how to create them on my own, but I better make money because I quit my job. So I started to do social media for small businesses. And I did that for two years and I worked up a big clientele, had all these clients and I hated what I had created. I just realized my personality didn't lend itself well to working one-on-one. -on -one. I, I was young, I didn't know how to set boundaries. I said yes to everything and then resented my clients all day long. It was a terrible formula I had put together. And so finally I realized, wait a second, I left my corporate job to create digital courses and to scale a business with more freedom. And so that's when I decided I gotta get serious about this. So I made my way into creating digital courses. It's a little messy at first. I had a few failures when I was starting out, but then I finally made it click and I've never looked back. So now I create courses of my own to teach other people how to grow their email list and how to create their own digital courses. 
That is so cool. I mean, I've been following you for a long time, even in the hobby business, but I can tell you right now, Amy is the real deal. And so we're going to talk about some of the things that I know I have seen. I think Amy has seen as well, as far as mistakes that um, course creators have made. And one of the things that I know for my readers and my students, they feel like they have to have the perfect idea and then they never did pull that trigger. Is this something that you see also? And is there some way to sort of get over that fear of actually pulling the trigger? Oh, yes. So, so many, I have hundreds and hundreds of success students from my digital course program. And so many of my students who have had success will say, I wish I had started sooner. I had thought about creating a digital course years ago and I never took the leap. And I just wish I would have done this sooner because it's changed their business and their life. And so one of the reasons why a lot of people won't do it sooner is they feel like they don't have a big enough audience. They don't have enough experience. Imposter syndrome, who am I to be teaching this? Uh, what are people gonna think of when I try to put this out there? Or they don't want to sell. There's so many different things that come up for first time course creators. And we can dissect a lot of that. But what I will say, is number one, everybody has a course in them. Actually, I think people have many courses in them. And the reason I know that is because my students who have had success with digital courses, they all focus on the 10% edge. They have a 10% edge, and that means that they've gotten results for themselves or for somebody else, whether it be a family member, a spouse, a client, whoever it might be, but they've gotten results for themselves or for somebody else, and they're willing to teach how they got those results in a digital course. They're willing to put together a roadmap to show how they got those results. They don't need 10 years of education or special certification to do it. They just need to have gotten results that other people want to know how they did that. So right away, if you think all I need is that 10% edge to take this leap of faith and give this a shot, it opens up so many opportunities for you because you don't think you need to wait. Nobody needs to wait to create their digital course. And another thing that comes up and why people get stuck or never pull that trigger is because they feel as though they don't yet have an audience. And so I'm here to tell you, you do not need a big email list in order for your course to be successful. Do you need an email list? Yes, you should start an email list. Anyone building a side hustle or any kind of business online, you don't wanna just rely on social media, you want an email list. But one of my students, Rob Green, he's a photographer, and he created a course all about flash photography. Now he knows tons about photography, but he decided, I'm just gonna make this simple and focus on one area of my expertise. So he focuses on flash photography, and he goes deep with that one topic. He had 100 people on his email list and he made $12,000 right out of the gate. He's proof and I have other proof that you do not need a huge email list. So all these reasons why you might be waiting, I'm promising you right now, there is no need to wait. You can get out there and start creating your course. That is so encouraging because so many people don't have that big list and they think they need 100,000 people before they can actually start that course or whatever. And I also love the 10% edge. Like if you can get results for someone, then you are able to teach. And I know my mastermind students, if you're listening, you're like, I keep dealing with imposter syndrome. And so Amy's here to say that, you know, if you have 10% edge, that is awesome. So thank you for sharing that. 
Um, you also are an awesome teacher. I am actually a teacher by trade, masters, all this stuff. And so I love listening to you and just the way that you present the information, you're able to repeat it so people remember it. And yet that can be intimidating to some people and they think, I could never be an Amy Porterfield. So I don't know that I can actually create a course because I'm not really sure about teaching that. So is this a mistake too that you might see and how could people overcome that fear of not knowing how to teach something? Ah, uh, yes, yeah, such a good one. So this is a common fear like, okay, I've gotten results for myself, but I've never taught anybody how to get these results. How, how would I even go about that? And one of the things I'll say is that when you're going to create something in your business, whether it be a digital course, a physical product, a membership site, whatever you want to create, I'm a big proponent of finding someone who's gone before you and learning from them. Sure, you can hunt and peck all over the web, but I feel like your time and money is so valuable that if you just hone in on who's done it before me and will they be willing to teach me how they did it, find someone, whether it be me or somebody else who will actually teach you how to do this. And when you learn from somebody who has gone before you, they'll lay out their tricks and their tips of how to do this. And one of the things I teach my students is how to put together a really detailed outline for a digital course. Because when you're putting together your digital course, if you worry about how am I going to teach this, what you need to understand is we need to find your roadmap. We need to find the sequence as to how you will teach it in what order. And typically with digital courses, you've got modules and then under each module, you have different video lessons. And so I always teach my students, let's first build out the big modules. What are you going to teach and in what order do you maybe think you might want to teach it? I teach this thing called a post-it note party where I teach them how to use post-it notes to figure out their outline for their digital course. But once you have a fully fleshed out outline, the modules, the lessons, the stories you want to tell, the examples you want to share, but most importantly, in the order you want to share it in, I promise you, you can teach it. Once it's laid out, you're like, oh, okay, I know how to teach it video by video, step by step. It becomes so much easier. The secret is in that outline that you spend some time really fleshing out. That is so good. And I actually have been a product of the post-it party that Amy teaches. Oh, so nice. that is sort of cool. And I've actually used that with some of my homeschool moms when we come to talking about character and they actually get post-it notes and they put it on the refrigerator of what character they want to build. So I, I just really believe in the structure and the outline and the strategies that Amy promotes. And so thank you so much for just sharing that with me yes. personally. So, um, okay, you've sort of touched on this, but I will tell you when I meet with my mastermind people each month, one of the things that some, well, they'll start out, they're like, I've made 70 products, they're in my store, but I'm not making any sales. I'm like, well, what are you doing? We'll come to find out they don't really have an email list. They don't really know what they're doing. And, but they all feel like the first thing they need to do is create this course or a product and then we'll deal with everything else later. So this is sort of a twofold question. You've sort of alluded to this already, but in your experience, do you think viewers should start with the course or an email list or some blend in between? And then you've talked a little bit about that small email list because some of them think, again, they've got to have this huge email list to be successful. What would you have to say to some of those questions? 
Okay, so yes, I love this question. Do you start with you creating your digital course or do you grow your email list first? Or, you know, what does that look like? So the first thing is I teach my students to create their digital course at the same time that they are growing an email list because the, the first milestone I have my students do is 100 people on your email list. That's the first milestone I want you to focus on. You could do that in 30 days, 60 days. Really, uh, it's something that can happen quickly if you get it together. So you've got, you're growing your email list, that first milestone, 100 people. Second milestone, 250 to 300. Third milestone, 500. And I really do not believe you need anything more than 500 to have a very lucrative email list, but of course you'll keep growing it organically. And so as you create your course, you're growing your email list. And I think the two can happen at the same time, but you are right in the sense that a lot of people will create the product, whatever it is, and it's like Field of Dreams, the movie, build it and they will come. That is absolutely not true with online marketing. There's too much competition, too much noise online. So we need to take it a step further and think, okay, if I'm going to have this digital course, what am I going to do to get it out into the world? You know, Digital Course Academy is my program where I teach people how to do this. But back in the day, I used to have a program called Courses That Convert, where I taught people how to create digital courses from scratch. And what would happen is they'd create their course and they'd be like, okay, great, now what? And I'd be like, oh, um, you have to buy another course I created about webinars because you need to know how to market it. And it was just kind of a clunky situation where I thought, no more of this. If someone's creating a course, they need to know how to launch it, how to market it as well, which is why I recreated the whole program. And now in Digital Course Academy, I teach how to create the course from scratch and how to market it. And marketing it is just as important as creating it. So when you pair social media and email marketing and a sales vehicle like a webinar, these are the things that you wanna to put together to really give your course a chance to be lucrative and make an impact. And when I say webinars, a lot of people are like, no, 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 I am not doing webinars. The technology freaks me out. I don't wanna be on video. That is way too complicated. I'm just gonna post about it on social media. Well, the truth is if you put your time and energy into that course, you are doing yourself and your audience a huge disservice if you're not getting it out there in a bigger way. And webinars are just like anything else in your business or life. They're a little bit awkward and a little messy in the beginning until you figure it out. And I always tell my students, there's many things you've been not good at in the beginning. There's many things you used to struggle with until you did it enough that it became second nature. Video for me is one of those. 10, 12 years ago, I hated video. I wanted it to go away. I didn't want anything to do with it. I wanted to hide behind my computer screen, put out some podcasts and call it a day. But I realized I will never be able to grow this business if I don't get better. So I did video after video after video until it just became second nature. So I'm living proof that it does get easier just like everything else in life. So you need more than just a post on social media to market your course. Thank you for saying that. I know that um, one of my coaching students that I was actually coaching about a year ago, we were talking about 
some resources that we had bought. And I was referring to Amy's Digital Course Academy. I won't name the course that she was actually going out with, but I realized for the same price that I spent with Digital Course Academy, I got like 10 times more information because you provided the templates uh, for email and webinars and all of this stuff. And I was just like, oh my goodness, I am so thankful for this because it just sort of reduced the amount of thinking I had to do. And some of it was sort of plug and play with the information I was sharing. So I just really appreciate that, that you just go over and above. And the other comment you just made is we are doing a disservice to our audience if we don't launch this out. And y'all heard me say this before, you have information here and you need to be sharing it and it's sharing it with people that got, they have problems and they need a solution to it. So thank you for reminding us of that as well. Yes. So true. And I wanted to point something out. So thank you so much for your nice compliments about my program. <laughs> And one thing that I think is special about what I get to do, and I feel very fortunate about this. So I created a digital course that teaches other people how to create digital courses. And what's special about that is I'm going to do all the things that I'm teaching you to do. So you get to see it in action. So you're right, when you get into my program, there's videos, you can listen to the audio if you're on the go. There's PDFs, there's templates, there's plug and play how-to kind of um, swipe files and templates and all that good stuff. But the beautiful thing about that is I'm showing you the way. So as you're partaking in it, you also can say, oh, I can do this for my course. Oh, I see how Amy's doing this. I can model this. I can copy this. So it adds an extra layer that you're doing it, but you're also creating it. So it just makes it extra special and a little bit easier to learn that way. That is so true. And I will tell you, like your private podcast for DCA was so nice because I could listen in the car while I was driving to see the grandkids. And yeah. I mean, you could come home and take notes too. Yeah. And my assistant had also done the private podcast. So Perfect. we're doing an event this month with our homeschoolers. It starts in two weeks and we're having a private podcast with all 50 speakers. So that's exciting. Yes. I, that. so. I love that. You can model what you really enjoy from other digital courses you listen to and, and, and in, are enrolled in and then do it for your own course. It's, it's a great thing. So, well, thank you. Okay. You've mentioned this. A lot of people are like, I can't get past the tech. And my answer is always, hey, if I'm a 63 year old person and I can, I don't understand the tech this morning, I was being scrappy as you say, and fixing tech problems from yesterday, but I can, we can come up with some kind of solution that will work. People have tech problems, but then they also have marketing problems. And they're like, I'm not an expert in either one of these areas. Yeah. So how can I, put a course out there um, if I'm, if I'm afraid of the tech or the marketing. Okay, so being afraid of the tech is a very valid concern. We are not taught this kind of stuff in school. And many of us went to school many, many years ago, including me, and you don't know what you don't know. So it is very intimidating coming, no matter what age you are, coming into this online world thinking, I need to set up an opt-in page or a sales page, or like, how do I even do that? So. I'm well aware of that. And I will say, I always say, you've heard me say it, I'm sure, I'm not a real techie girl. Like the tech doesn't come easily to me, but it's a necessary part of being a business owner, especially all of us being scrappy, especially in the beginning when we can't afford everyone else to do the work for us. So we're doing it. I was right there doing all my tech in the many, many years into my business. 
So because of that, I am very aware of tech hangups and inside my programs, I walk people through click by click by click. I've got a, a resident tech guy, Dave Kaminsky is his name and Dave walks people through all the tech as well so that we created a tech library because I can't say that it's just second nature to most people. It's not, but here's the beautiful thing. If you were to get into building an online business of any sort now, the technology is so much easier to use than it was like 10 years ago, right? When, when I was doing it 10 years ago, I, I was so confused. There was coding involved. I couldn't figure any of it out and it was frustrating. Now it is so much easier, but even though it's easier, I still take the time to walk you through click by click. So I guess I'm just saying, give yourself some grace because it's not easy to most people but you can figure it out. I have no doubt. If you and I have figured it out, I believe other people can absolutely figure it out, but you won't be left alone if you go on the journey with me because I take that seriously. But you said another thing, you were talking about the tech in- Marketing. Marketing. So that's another thing that if, if you've never had a business, why would you ever know marketing? Like I have some of the most sophisticated people coming into my world. They are therapists, they are doctors, they are scientists. Like they've done amazing things in this world and they feel as though they're worthless because they're like, Amy, I don't know how to market online. I've never marketed anything online. And so just remember that you, one, you're not alone and two, there, you can learn anything you put your mind to. There, absolutely anything you put your mind to. And dare I say it, it can actually be fun if you let it. So one of the most important things is to find your mentor. And, and notice I didn't say mentors because too many cooks in the kitchen, you're gonna be so overwhelmed. But I love and I feel so, um, it's such a compliment when you call me your mentor that I get to show you the way because I've gone before you and, and I've created these courses and put them out into the world. Find somebody who's going to teach you, whether it be me or somebody else, because you don't know what you don't know and you cannot beat yourself up for not knowing all this stuff. No one's ever taught you. So allow yourself to be taught so that you don't have to hunt and peck all over the web. That is so good. And I really appreciate one of the comments you said, give yourself grace. I am telling my homeschool moms all the time because they get so frustrated. I'm like, just give yourself grace and you truly can learn how to do whatever it is you need to do. And there are no some tools. And so th thank you for reminding us of that. All right, we're gonna, our last question is true or false? Creating a digital course is hard. Why or why not? Is it hard or not? Oh, that's a great question. Is it hard? I'm going to say, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm hesitant because I wanna be really real with this answer. I'm going to say it is, yes, it is hard, if you try to piece it together yourself, I would never uh, encourage anyone to create a digital course from scratch and literally try to, to figure it out by hunting and pecking all over the web. It is a labor of love and totally worth every single piece of effort you put into it. If you're guided through it, then I do not believe it's hard. If I asked my students, was this hard? I don't think that's the first word they'd say. They said, um, did I have to focus? Did I have to schedule time? Did I have to make time for it? Absolutely. Is it hard when someone's showing you step by step of the way? Absolutely not. But I will say, I'm glad you asked this question. It definitely takes commitment and time. And 
a lot of people who create a course in my world, they're doing it as a side hustle. They have a nine to five job or I have many homeschoolers in my world. So they're super busy with that or they have a, a full-blown coaching or consulting business and they're creating a digital course to bring in additional revenue. What would be difficult, what I think they would say is this part was difficult, making the time for it. And the secret to making the time for it is getting really clear why you want to do it. So one of my students said, listen, there's only so much money I can make doing one-on-one -on -one coaching. And I've hit a ceiling. There's only one of me and I'm burned out. And I feel resentful to some of my clients because I don't want to work with all the clients I have. So for me to have more happiness in my life, in my business, and be more present with my kids, I need to have a way to scale my business. And that's a digital course. So when you start talking about more time and time with your children, that hard work is worth it. It doesn't seem hard. It just seems like I got to show up for it and get it done. So I think it comes down to what is your why? Why would you want to create additional revenue? Why are you looking for more freedom in your business? Getting clear about that, I don't think hard would be the first word you choose. That is so good. And you said something, I tell my students lots of times, it is not a gumball machine. You just pay for a course and all of a sudden you make extra money. Yes. It does take time. And there are, you and I, I mean, like back in the day in 2008 or 10, you'd hear all these people make it sound so easy when they were standing up on the stage. And that really wasn't true. I appreciate the fact that you say it is going to take work and it is going to take yes, commitment. And you've got to find the time, but and you find the time to do the things that are most important to you. Amen. Do, you know, and I will tell you this: many of you are still looking at that thing all the time. And if you would put your phone away for like thirty minutes, you could get a lot of work done. That's you my little. Can. <laughs> I call that tiger time. I teach this concept called tiger time, where you're fierce about the time that you're focused on doing something. And I tell my students, we need some tiger time when it comes to creating a course, which means at the beginning of Digital Course Academy, everyone opens up their calendars and I say, where can you give 30 minutes or an hour a few times a week to go all in on getting your course up and running? And so that nobody can penetrate that time, it is yours. And you have to be diligent like that. But anything worth doing is worth finding the time to do it. And you're right, if it's a priority, we will always find the time. Yes, thank you so much. So y'all have gotten some great ideas. And I know some of our viewers are like, Ooh, is there another way that I could learn from Amy? Is there another way that I could work with her? Because most of y'all may have, well, not most of you, some of you may have heard my story that I took Digital Course Academy and I completely revamped the way I did Raising Leaders Not Followers course. And from the old way to the new way, I actually tripled my income from using the strategies, using the templates, using all the helps that I got. And I haven't even used all of them, to be perfectly honest, oh, cool. but I can only, you know, you can do, I just was like, you can only do what you could do. You don't have to do everything I teach, but you could still be successful. So, so true. So, well, I've heard through the grapevine that you have got a boot camp going on to help course creators called Course Confident. I was wondering if you could just tell our viewers a little bit about that and how they could sign up. 
Yes. So when I created Digital Course Academy, I thought, you know, it's a big commitment. And a lot of people are like, Ooh, I'm not sure if my business or if I'm ready for a digital course. So I thought, how can I help people just get their feet wet and kind of explore this new opportunity without a huge commitment? And that's when I created Course Confident. So it's a $47 bootcamp, cheapest thing I offer. And over a course of five days, really it's a little bit more because we add a little extra fun days to it. But over the course of five days, I'm showing up in the group and I'm teaching live, like I am right now, teaching live about some core areas of course creation to help you to decide if you're ready. So I'm going to help you go through a formula to choose your course topic. So at the end of the bootcamp, you know what topic you wanna to create for your course. I'm gonna teach you how to choose the type of course you're going to create. There's three types of courses, a starter course, a spotlight course, and a signature course. I'll teach you how to choose the one that's right for you. And that determines your outline, how much content you wanna put into your course, how many, what kind of results you wanna get. And then from there, I'm gonna teach you how to price that course so we can have a little fun with what's possible. What might you be able to make in revenue with your new digital course? And then from there, I get into some list building. Everyone needs a little boost for growing their email list, even if you're starting from scratch. So I get into that as well. It's a really fun, interactive, very short period of time where you can decide, do I wanna create a course or not? So I only offer it once a year, 47 bucks. It's one of my most favorite things. That is so awesome. If y'all want to sign up for Amy's Course Confident Bootcamp, you can go to familyebiz.com slash bootcamp. And I will guarantee you, you will get so much out of this. And Amy like goes over and above and over delivers. You will have times that you can ask her questions. This is not like just go in and listen and then go back to your law office and start filling out paperwork. This is interactive. So I really yeah. appreciate that as well. It's going to be a lot of fun. It really will be. Uh, well, first of all, I will be there. Even though I've already taken Digital Course yes. Academy, I definitely am going to be there because you just never know what little tip you'll learn that would just sort of multiply your business in some area or another. So I will definitely Absolutely. be there. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for spending time with us today. And I just appreciate you carving out a little bit of time to be with us and to encourage our viewers. Ah, my pleasure. You know, I love digital courses and I love to teach how to do digital courses, but it's not really that I'm obsessed with digital courses as much as I'm obsessed with helping people realize that there's a different way to do business and there's more freedom waiting for them out there where they can create one course and launch it over and over and over again and stop reinventing the wheel, stop starting over all the time. So it's really an opportunity for more freedom and just to enjoy your business. So I hope to see a lot of your audience inside the bootcamp just to give it a shot and see what it might look like. But thanks again so much for having me. Well, you're welcome. And thank y'all for being here. I am Carrie Beck with FamilyEvis.com. We'll talk to y'all next time.